Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Learning to Live podcast. I'm your host, Amelia J, and welcome to season two of the podcast. Kind of crazy. Um, I honestly, season one was a bit of a roller coaster. Um, I recorded five episodes of season one, but you can actually only listen to three and I'm not really sure what's going on. The fifth episode I actually didn't even upload, I just was really unhappy with it. So I decided just to take a break from the podcast and come back bigger and better. So that's what we decided to do. I say we, it's just me. It's a one man show. Woman. One woman show. But um yeah, I decided just to take a break from the podcast, figure out what I can do just to help me be more consistent with the podcast so this season is going to be a little bit different so before I would record and edit one episode a week um but that I really just struggle with the editing honestly um I don't like editing that much and as well I just find it really difficult just to sit there and look at the screen and edit um especially when it's audio like I yeah I'm not a big fan of editing which is actually funny because I used to want to be a video editor and now I really don't like it and I struggle with it so much so I'm really glad I had a little bit of a change of heart there otherwise it would have been a little bit of a um let down <laughs> um but I've decided that I'm really not gonna ep- edit these episodes much so I think it would just make it a lot easier for me to be consistent and I don't really need to edit the episodes if that makes sense I mean I never really edited them edited edited them particularly much before but I also would record for like an hour and as well that just like I said it just made it quite difficult so I'm gonna try and aim for about half an hour episodes for at least the next few episodes that I record and I'm going to try and record multiple episodes in one go and just have um what's it called like a backlog of more episodes so that if I don't get around to record an episode for whatever reason it is I still have content going up which obviously will help with the consistency of it um so yeah it's a little bit gonna be a little bit different but I think this is just gonna work for me a lot better um, which is really good. So, yeah, I am really excited to be recording again. I haven't recorded. I actually did sit down and record for about 10 minutes last month, but I didn't get very far. I ended up, I don't even know what I ended up doing instead. I got distracted, which happens all the time, um, and actually just never went back to it. But with episode four, the podcast, it is, when I look on Anchor, I use Anchor to um, uh, distribute my podcast. And it says that it's uploaded, but there's no plays. And when you look at my podcast on Spotify, you can't see episode four anywhere. Um, But I decided instead of just faffing around with it, I'm just going to leave it. Because honestly, it wasn't my best work. And I know obviously you... On, it's not everything is going to be your best work, but it was just stressing me out, and I thought, you know what, let's just start afresh, um, 
and just start the new season on a positive note so that is what we're doing it is currently 23rd of august when i'm recording this and i don't know when this is gonna go up i think i want to record a few episodes this week um it's only tuesday today so i'm hoping to record a couple episodes this week and just get a few going if that makes sense so that there's always something um but yeah this week i'm kind of just going to do like a catch up a recap of my summer and a little bit of you know like a life update you know there's a lot going on at the moment in the world in general but also in my life and i feel recently like i've just been so busy um that i just have a lot to talk about so that is what we're doing so where should we start i think we're gonna start with my summer recap so like i said this i've been quite busy recently and where do we start so i started my summer in at the end of may and i went on a trip to gibraltar in the middle of june so i had a couple weeks of like summer break before i went away on a trip that trip was my first trip abroad in quite a few years but also my first trip without my parents in general i went with my best friend kaylee and it was a lovely trip i i was very anxious about it in general i had a lot of anxiety around flying and just being in the country without you know like my parents and also you know i was worried like i was flying with a wheelchair and there is that oh well what if it gets damaged from the airlines which happens a lot and i was very worried about that i was also worried like oh what if i hurt myself or i'm unwell and my trip gets ruined and kelly's trip gets ruined and what if i like need to go to the hospital like whatever it is um in the end i didn't do that I didn't need that, my wheelchair was fine, thank the universe, um, and it was a really good experience, it, there was obviously struggles, like there is sadly travelling travelling as a disabled person, but also in a wheelchair, there was struggles, but it was, I definitely say it was on the easier side of getting around, um, we were quite close to the airport, the taxis, because I was able to get out of my chair and it filed it, it was able to fit in the taxis, which was really good. We only got taxis three times, I oh, only three times, I think, um, which was less than I thought. But we did go, we only really went anywhere in walking distance. So we didn't go adventuring around all of Gibraltar, which would have been nice, but considering it was our first time like it it would have been a lot <laughs> to take in it would have been a lot to handle physically and everything and um, we went on a dolphin safari which oh my goodness it was one of my favorite experiences about being there the dolphin safari was amazing i'll leave a link in the description um of the dolphin safari that we chose because there's dolphin safari and dolphin adventure and i'm pretty sure ours is dolphin safari but they're very close together um but we went and obviously going on a boat in a wheelchair is a little bit um what's the word (laughs) 
nerve-wracking um so what I did was also I'm really sorry I keep saying um it's a little bit of like a nerve thing the more I get used to recording hopefully the last I'll say it but I yeah so what we did was we went down to Ocean Village which is where did you call it a port or a marina I'm not sure but that's where all the boats go basically and they also have like a lot of restaurants and stuff down there and we went down there and we went and just checked in and then when we were queuing by where you board the boat they had said to me they're like right would you like to go in on your wheelchair or would you like us to help you on and off the boat and they can leave my wheelchair in their office and I said yeah as long as it's you know a safe place nothing is gonna get um damaged lost stolen whatever it is they're like yep it's absolutely fine they have people in the office so it's not like there would have been no one in the office now I use a smart drive to propel my wheelchair and so I took that on the boat with me in my backpack and I did do that I took my backpack just because I had like a few things like a hat and sunglasses and medicine and stuff to take with me um but also because if they were going to lift the wheelchair onto the boat I wanted to be able to put my smart drive in my bag so that it didn't fall off into the water basically um so yeah we did that the crew were all super helpful and understanding and they assisted me onto the boat and then offered the boat and they also said as well like if I wanted to get up and walk around the boat um just if I wanted to get a better view of the dolphins then they would help me do that as well um I had a pretty good view of the dolphins I didn't get up and walk around the boat um mainly because I mean it was moving and I'm not a great walker so (laughs) I was like you know what I'm just gonna stay where I am but we saw dolphins and it was the most beautiful experience I've never seen dolphins like up close I've only ever seen dolphins in like sea life and stuff do you get dolphins in sea life nowadays honestly I don't really remember I've only ever seen dolphins in things like sea life basically so obviously they're not out in the wild they're not in their natural habitat and that was always a bit sad to me honestly um so seeing these dolphins you know out in their natural habitat was amazing and the water was so clear that we could see the dolphins before they would come up to the surface so yeah that was just a really amazing experience for me um I did struggle with just getting around in Gibraltar because at home I go by car everywhere just because I really really struggle with the bus I mean before I got my smart drive I wouldn't I couldn't even get on the bus I mean I couldn't even get to the bus to be honest um but you know my hands and my wrists my shoulders were really sore that whole week and it definitely I definitely did struggle with that and as well like there wasn't a ton of gluten-free food like there was a tesco but it was like it wasn't the easiest to get there in the chair um and as well like obviously you don't have a fridge and stuff in your hotel unless you need a fridge for medication or um like milk i think it is for babies so yeah um it, it was a really good trip and I mean we met some really really nice people 
like even like the hotel staff were really nice there was one guy that we were talking to in the hotel I think it was on like our second night I think it was and he was just talking to us about kind of just like his life and just kind of giving us advice and stuff and you know in that moment I was really thinking like this is why I want to travel like we sat there talking to him for like three hours and we literally just went down to the hotel restaurant for dinner we weren't planning on being there long and we ended up being down there for three hours talking and then another guy come in like when he came and sat down to have his dinner as well he sat down the table next to us and he kind of just um you know he was talking to us as well and it was just a really good experience and as well in Gibraltar everyone was so lovely everyone was so helpful so kind and I mean it's different like I come from London I live in London I've lived in London my entire life and whilst there are nice people here the amount of people that are nice here really just doesn't compare to they are to how people are in Gibraltar and everyone just seems so much happier as well um it just seems like it's a very different way of life there do you know what I mean like in London everyone you know is trying to fend for themselves and a lot of that is because you know London is expensive especially with like the cost of living crisis going on at the moment like it's not really living like you're just trying to survive out here and obviously that's not the way that humans are supposed to live but that's not something we're going to get into right now but yeah my trip to Gibraltar was amazing it was a great experience I am a nervous flyer (laughs) I am a nervous flyer and that was something I was worried about um but I mean I took my headphones on the plane obviously as you can imagine and I meditated as we um took off and I mean I don't mind the landing of flying like I kind of enjoy landing which is like the weirdest thing ever because when we landed I think it was on our way there it was a bit of a rough landing but it was kind of fun it was really weird um but our experiences like in the airports were really good we flew from Gatwick and you know our luggage didn't get lost which was another thing we were really worried about but it was too late like we couldn't cancel our holiday um so we kind of just had to pray for the best which I did and luckily you know nothing got lost or damaged our actual flight was decent I think it was about three four hours I think I kind of don't remember I did I didn't really sleep on the plane but I did kind of just like close my eyes and you know listen to music um but yeah like I said I it was a really good experience and I mean, it's just nice to have a little bit of life experience as well, which leads me into the next bit of my summer recap. And that is I went on my first solo trip this summer. I cat sat for a family friend for a week. And it's something that I've always wanted to, you know, cat sit and dog sit, but I can't dog sit. Like, I can't take dogs for walks and you know dogs you know they're a lot more work than cats and it was nice because I mean I didn't really go out during this trip just because I had to do everything by myself um 
I didn't have anyone to help me whereas at home you know I have my mum at home to help me and you know friends as well will help me when they can as well which is really nice and I really appreciate so I didn't really go out much I did go for a drive um and I did uh what did I do I like made sure I had leftovers for a lot of my meals so that I didn't have to cook as much which definitely helped um but I did quite a few things to help me because I knew that I was going to be by myself and I also didn't have my blue badge ran out whilst I was there so I wasn't able to really go out anyway because I didn't have a blue badge so that as well however it was nice to get away from home and just have that time of like basically zero distractions obviously I was taken off I was taking care of the cat he was a really lovely cat it took him a couple days to warm up to me but his owners said that you know they were they were quite surprised how comfortable he was with me towards you know after a few days he was coming to me for cuddles whenever he wanted but when I got there like he let me stroke him and that was it whereas he was coming and laying on me for hours which was, it was really nice, he was a very affectionate cat, and he was so sweet, bless him, but it was, it was really nice, um, like I said, I managed to get away, I got to really just focus on myself, I kind of took a little bit of a break from social media at that point, and I managed to get into a good routine, I feel like it's always easier to get into a good routine when you don't have other people near you to distract you, and as well, like, like I said, I, I didn't go out, so, I didn't have to, you know, work around and obviously I didn't have friends down there so I didn't have people to see and all this and that so it was different and it was a little bit difficult not getting out of the house um, but like I said I didn't have a blue badge and I didn't have anyone with me to help me if I needed to help so it wasn't the best in that way however I am really proud of myself for how I managed honestly I wasn't expecting to cope that well with it which kind of sounds bad like I surprised myself basically like I said I I cooked leftovers and I made sure that I had plenty of snacks and food and stuff which was really good and I planned it so that I had meals that were just the easiest to make they didn't take a lot of prep and um, cooking and stuff but yeah, I surprised myself. I did a lot of work on myself. I did a lot of journaling. And yeah, like I said, I really focused on myself. And I feel like sometimes it just takes getting away to be able to do that. And I am really grateful that I was able to go away and do that. And it definitely helped, if that makes sense. So, yeah, so I've talked about my trip to Gibraltar, I talked about my cat sitting. The other thing, there's two other big things that happened this summer. I'm going to do the slightly smaller thing first. And that was, I went on a little family trip to Paul, which is in Dorset. And it was really nice. I've always, oh, I've always wanted to go to the New Forest and whilst we were in pool we took a trip down to the new forest and we went to Bewley and honestly I love animals and I love like the countryside love it I also love the beach as well oh my god that reminds me I forgot to talk about the beach at Gibraltar I went snorkeling um not like deep in the sea like I literally were just you know near the shore 
I really didn't go far out to be honest and I didn't really go during the day so there wasn't actually lifeguards so I don't recommend doing um when I say I went snorkeling I had a snorkel I didn't put my um fins on my fins my flippers I didn't put my flippers on what do you call them I'm pretty sure the label on them said training fins whatever you want to call them the thing you put on your feet when you go snorkeling scuba diving whatever I don't have particularly long ones they are like the training ones um but I didn't put them on purposely just because I know that sometimes when I put them on I can get a little bit carried away and obviously when you're in the sea you need to be very careful um or just even any open water swimming especially if there's not lifeguards or if it's particularly busy whatever it is I didn't put them on just because I know I can get a little bit carried away and I was getting used to the snorkel mask as well I was struggling to breathe a little bit um which is kind of you know kind of defeats the point of a snorkel mask but yeah I went to the beach most evenings I'm not someone who deals the best with heat so I was a little bit worried about the heat in Gibraltar but we went to the beach most evenings and I would just sit there I mean most of the time I'd take a book and to be honest I didn't even read the book much at the beach I did more reading in the hotel than I did at the beach and that was I was just mesmerized by the beach I was like hypnotized with the waves and it was so calming and I just felt so at peace in that moment and I was just sitting there, it was a little bit windy, but it was kind of nice. I had like my like zip up jumper on. I had like a midi skirt on. Midi skirt? Maxi skirt, I don't know. It was one of the longer skirts, so like I was protected from the wind. And then there was a group of guys that were staying at our hotel and they came down and they were swimming and it was just really fun. I'm a little bit of a people watcher in a in the least creepiest way possible. And they were just all having so much fun. And it was just so nice to watch people experience that, if that makes sense. Like, obviously, I was having a really great time as well. But it's also nice to see other people enjoying themselves, if you know what I mean. And I was, I just felt so inspired at that moment. I just felt so happy and calm and at peace. It was lovely. But back to my trip to Dorset. We went to the New Forest. And we have to drive through, I don't know how much of it you have to drive through but it felt like a lot of it you have to drive through to get to Bewley which is like a car slash motor museum I think um and it was there was just cows and horses everywhere I love cows and horses cows and horses are two of my favorite animals and I just got to like watch them and they were so cute there is a motorbike um they were just so cute and i just felt like i said so peaceful and calm and just happy and then i came back to london and i was kind of just like oh i want to go back i i the only thing that was making me want to come home whilst i was in dorset was the fact that my baby sister was born which is crazy, um, she was born on the Wednesday, and we came home on the Friday, so by the time that we came home from our trip, my stepmom and the baby and my dad had, they, you know, they'd gone home, they had a little bit of time to, you know, rest, and 
it was so cool like I knew she was I I think we all kind of knew that she would give birth whilst we were away it's kind of just typical isn't it um obviously you can't control when you give birth really can you but it was just kind of funny you know um but yeah she was born on the Wednesday we went home on the Friday and then that Saturday me and my siblings went to my stepmoms and we met her and oh my goodness it has been so long since I held a tiny baby that was because at this point she's literally like three four days old and I don't really remember holding a baby that small ever I am the oldest I'm the second out of between my mum and dad my mum and dad have four kids and then my stepmom has a son and then my baby sister so out of all the siblings I'm the second of six and obviously like I held my younger siblings when they were babies but I don't really remember that and like I had a cousin as well that I held when she was a baby but I don't remember holding a tiny baby like that even like my niece she wasn't as little as my little sister when I first met her so yeah it was really crazy it was kind of surreal like I was so excited we were all really excited to meet her and she's so cute she's tiny and I just found it so crazy like she was really small I think she was six pounds something she was on the bigger side I think like on the end the high end of six pounds something I want to say 610 but to be honest I don't remember (laughs) um but I was five pounds when I was born was I five yeah I was five pounds I'm pretty sure so seeing how small she was I was really like oh my god like I really was a tiny baby because my mum has always said yeah you the smallest baby you were tiny tiny um because I was premature but I mean I wasn't like massively premature but but I was small still but yeah we met her she is so cute I love her to pieces and hopefully I'm gonna see her this weekend as well as well as my dad's side of the family so that'd be really cool I the next thing I want to talk about was my favorite reads of the summer and just my favorite things at the moment so I think we're gonna start off with my favorite things at the moment this has been the same for pretty much all of the summer so I'm gonna start off with my favorite content so at the moment I'm just loving YouTube like I'm loving YouTube I love I mostly watch vlogs so my favorite YouTubers at the moment are Sophie Jane, Georgia Richards, Rachel Catherine and Connor Kathleen as well as Ava Jules and Selena Trevino I'm loving them all I've been watching Sophie and Georgia especially for years and Ava as well I've been watching them for years and it's just really cool to see like people you know when you've been watching someone for so long and then 
you know you you see them grow and develop as a person as well as how their content grows and develops like I just find it so cool and as well I had been thinking when I was planning what I wanted to talk about in the podcast because I was lacking a little bit of motivation to be honest and then Sophie put up a video a segment in her vlog talking about her favorites and I was like you know what I'm I had thought about doing that but I was like it's a little bit like old school not old school but like back in the older YouTube days and I was like "Mm, should I do it and I was kind of just like sometimes I let what people are gonna think affect my decisions and that is something that I'm working on but I saw Sophie uploaded a segment in her vlog and uh, talk about her favourite things at the moment. And I was like, you know what? Sophie did it. I was like, go on, Sophie. Brilliant. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it as well. Because I kind of thought about it. But I was like, mm, should I not? And then I was like, I loved watching Sophie's favourite segment. And I was like, you loved it. Just make the content that you also enjoy watching. Like, if I'm not going to consume my own content happily, who who is going to? You know? You know what I mean? Um, but that also takes me on to Sophie has a podcast with Riley and it's called the Drink More Water podcast. I love that podcast. They are currently on a break right now, which is kind of sad, but I understand. I understand that everyone needs to take a break from whatever it is. Um, so I'm really looking forward to when their podcast, their new season comes out. I'm really looking forward to that. And as well at the moment, I'm loving reading and I also am really taking advantage of my garden at the moment. I love eating my dinner, especially outside. I'm really sorry if you can hear my chair squeaking throughout this video. It's no, this video, this podcast recording. I I really do need to order a new chair. I've been needing a new desk chair for so long. And I've kind of just been putting it off because they're like £100 at least for a proper comfy one but after this I am actually going to order a new chair because it's really getting on my nerves even more now but yeah I am loving eating dinner especially outside I usually just go and sit out there for a while and it kind of started when the weather was at like 38 degrees which is very hot for me like I said I don't deal well with the heat and me and my sister in the evening it was raining we just went and sat out there and it was so much cooler our house houses in the UK usually I think are tend to hold in the heat whereas in hotter countries they're did I say taught or made I don't know um but in the other countries the houses are made to keep cool if it's a hotter country um so our house is just so hot all the time and for a long time as well our boiler just wouldn't stop heating up the radiators which obviously made it even harder to keep the house cool um but yeah I mean my sister just went out there and we just sat out there in the rain and I was like you know what I need to start coming outside more I tried doing the 30 days soft challenge which is a challenge that Georgia Richards who I'd mentioned earlier um created and it's kind of like her version of the 75 75 hard challenge and I I immediately knew the 75 hard challenge was not right for me um I did try Georgia's 
30 days soft challenge and I definitely did a, a better job at that than I thought I would and I am thinking about doing it again um which is good but going outside every day was part of one of the things that I was doing for that challenge and it definitely made a difference in my mental health and just made me feel better in general so it is something that I am trying to keep in my routine even when I'm not doing the challenge so yeah I am keeping doing that I mean sometimes now in the evenings it is starting to rain in the evenings so sadly it won't be something that I'm going to be able to keep doing you know every single day as it we change from summer to winter I also found out earlier that this summer doesn't officially end for exactly a month today it ends on the 23rd of September I just find that kind of crazy because in my head summer ends when school starts again like that's when summer's over so I find that kind of crazy but I suppose like the hot weather usually ends at the end of August I mean nowadays summer's even hotter and lasts even longer because you know climate change but um in my head it ends at the end of August and I'm really ready for summer to be done this year I'm super ready and I'm looking forward to autumn so much I'm so excited for autumn and that leads me on to my next favorite thing right now and that is I'm re-watching Gilmore Girls again I am obsessed I love Gilmore Girls and I started re-watching it again when I was cat sitting which was at the end of July beginning of August and I'm currently on season four almost season five so we're at the point where Rory's at university which is just getting me in the mood for university again. I don't start uni until the beginning of October. So I've still got about a month and a half to go. To about five weeks. Which is kind of sad to me because I feel like I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's alright. And then my other favourite thing at the moment is crocheting. I started learning to crochet, I'd say, April time. And I've just really been loving it at the moment. I was making a lot of scrunchies for my sisters and family members and myself and stuff. And it was really cool. But now I'm making a tote bag and it's actually working. And it, like I said, it's really cool to like watch something you've made from scratch you know like watching the process I don't know if it's just me that finds that really cool but I'm kind of obsessed with it the last thing that I'm going to be talking about in this episode is my favorite reads of the summer my favorite books that I've read I have read 15 whole books so far this year there's been quite a few books I've read like half of or a little bit of um but I'm currently on my 16th book and I do think I'm going to finish this one I am almost halfway and by that point I can usually tell whether or not I'm going to finish a book. I don't tend to DNF books a lot but sometimes you know they are a DNF or I'll just put them back on the shelf because I'm just not in the mood for it. So my favourite reads of the summer I'm going to start off with the fiction. So I've got three books in total. Reminders of Him by none other than Colleen Hoover. It's probably one of my all-time favourite books of this year. It, I love Colleen Hoover. She always gets me out of a slump. 
whenever I'm in a slump or whatever, I can read her books in a matter of two or three days. Whereas with a lot of other books, I tend to pace myself a little bit more. Even if it's a really, really good book, it's just, there's something in her writing, it's just addictive. So I love her books. I've still got quite a few that I need to read that I have and loads that I don't have. But yeah, Reminders of Him, I think it is my all-time favourite Colleen Hoover book. I really enjoyed Ugly Love and It Ends With Us as well. However, Reminders of Him and Verity as well. Verity I loved as well. I think Verity and Reminders of Him are my absolute favourites of hers. And then that leads me on to the next favourite read of the summer. And that is The Fine Print by Lauren Asher. I really enjoyed this book. I was excited for it. It is number one in the Dreamland Billionaire series. And I did have, you know, expectations for this. However, I've heard a lot of people say that the second book, like the first book is good, but the second book is even better. So I was kind of expecting to feel the same way. However, I loved the first book. And I'm pretty sure I give it five stars or 4.5. So 4.75. So I very much enjoyed The Fine Print. It is one of my favourite books. Yeah, The Fine Print, I loved it. I'm really excited for Terms and Conditions, which is the second book in the Dreamland Billionaire series. And I do have it. I'm actually looking at it right now. I have the second one. I don't have the third, but I do like to kind of switch up what I'm reading I usually make a list of the books I want to read um usually like for the summer or for this year but I won't actually plan out when I'm going to read each book just because I like to go through and pick what I'm feeling drawn to at the time whereas I know some people you know they pick out which books they're going to read and they stick to it or at least they stick to it a lot more than I do (laughs) um so yeah and then the last book I have for you guys is a non-fiction book. Now, I do like, I really do enjoy reading non-fiction. However, it does take me a lot longer to get through non-fiction than it does with fiction. And I really love, you know, self-help and especially law of attraction and spirituality types of non-fiction books, which is exactly what Make It Happen is. So, Make It Happen by Jordana Levin is my third top book of the summer. I mean, these aren't in any particular order. They're just my top three. Um, But I, reading this book just made me feel so motivated. I've read quite a few books about healing and manifestation and that sort of stuff. But this book really made me want to put in the work. It really made me want to go through and do the exercises that are in the book. And, you know, after reading and throughout reading it, I just felt inspired and motivated to really put in the work because there's a difference for me between, oh, yeah, I really want to do this when it comes to working through stuff. I read Healing is the New High by Vex King, which, again, I really enjoyed, but... I didn't want to work through the exercises in that or any of the other books I've read about uh, with similar topics 
as much as I wanted to work through it, through the stuff and make it happen. And I know that Jordana Levin actually has another book and I have forgotten what it's called, but I know she has another one and I do want to get it at some point, I think. I think I looked on Amazon and I actually couldn't find it. Oh, where is it? I looked somewhere and I couldn't find it, but maybe I just didn't look hard enough or maybe it hadn't been released yet. I don't remember, but yeah, I'm a big fan of that if you're looking to get into manifestation or working through anything that is affecting you presently so anything to do with you know past experiences or trauma in your life or you just want to learn more about manifestation you want to learn how to create your best life then I really recommend reading make it happen I'm sure you can probably get it on your kindle or on your phone but I picked it up from the works and I think it was only like three or five pounds which is really good for a book and yeah I got that from the works I tend to get quite a few books from the works but again I'm sure it's available on Amazon probably in other bookshops like Waterstones online I don't know, I've never seen it in store and I am a frequent in Waterstones, um, but they'll probably have it online. Like I said, if, if you want a, something to get you into manifestation or to make you more familiar with manifestation, read, make it happen. Because I have read, like I said, I've read quite a few, but that is my number one manifestation or attraction healing book. That is the one that I recommend the most. But that draws me to the end of this episode I talked a little bit more than I thought I was going to but I'm really excited to be back and uploading again and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time thank you